This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. This film review podcast is brought to you by LarryInFishers.com. Keep up with the latest news in and around Fishers. Rely on my local news blog. Just go to LarryInFishers.com and follow my Twitter account at LarryInFishers. If you've listened to my past reviews, you know I was a fan of the DC Comics as a kid growing up in the 1950s and 1960s, and Batman was a DC comic I read regularly. The lineup of villains Batman faced was long, but Batman's biggest nemesis was the Joker. This was true in the comic book on the goofy and campy 1960s TV series that played it all for laughs, and finally the series of Batman feature films. We've had prequels before in film genres, Star Wars being the most famous example, so why not do a prequel about the Joker? Just how did he become this villain with clown makeup and that constant, eerie laugh? The buzz on this film has been going on for months since the Joker won Best Film Honors at the Venice Film Festival. So now that the Joker has been released in America, what will the audiences experience? Let's start with this. I'm not sure what got into the Italian water system during the Venice Film Festival. How the Joker earned the Best Picture Award is beyond my powers of comprehension. I hate to say it, but the Joker is just not a good film. Director Todd Phillips co-wrote the script with Scott Silver. Perhaps Phillips would have been better off continuing the series he's been directing on The Hangover and just done The Hangover Part 4 instead of this film. There's plenty of star power on the acting side of the Joker. Joaquin Phoenix plays Arthur Fleck, a failed clown and stand-up comedian. He lives with his mother in New York City, and they struggle to get by. He is a fan of the Murray Franklin Late Night Network TV show and of Murray Franklin himself, played by Robert De Niro. There are plenty of tie-ins to the Batman series, setting up how Bruce Wayne later became a crime fighter as Batman. Now, this film tries to deal with mental health, but it does a bad job of it, in my view. Phillips and Silver failed to provide a compelling story. There have been plenty of films portraying ugly violence that are good films, and there's plenty of violence in this film. Joaquin Phoenix laughs throughout, but the audience in the theater is not laughing at all. This is not a comedy, to be sure. When Arthur is fired from his clown job and bombs on an amateur night stand-up stage, Murray Franklin shows video clips of his strange performance and his scary constant laugh. That leads to Arthur being invited as a guest on the Murray Franklin show, and the violence continues from there. I have no problem with a violent film when there's a story and direction to go with it. Now, that does not happen with The Joker. 
There have been protests that this film will somehow encourage violence. I doubt that. It may encourage people to see fewer Todd Phillips films. Joaquin Phoenix has played characters in the past much like Arthur Fleck, but he had a good script and good direction to make the previous films, and they often succeeded. Phoenix plays the part. The rest of the package is lacking. I give The Joker a grade of D+. Now, there are some small aspects of the film I like, but not nearly enough to recommend it to you. A D-plus grade for The Joker. This film review was brought to you by LarryInFishers.com, home for local Fishers news. Also, follow my Twitter account, at LarryInFishers. My name is Larry Lannon. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. We'll talk again.